This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you were destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, ordained educators. We are so very excited to finally be with you. We've been anticipating this six-week summer series for a while, and it is now here. I told you that I had something special for you, and I promised you these weeks are going to be fabulous. They will be life-changing if you let them. How many times have you wanted to just be better than what you are? How many times have you wanted to change, but you got overwhelmed with so much stimulus? What if I told you the secret to achieving more was to first focus on less, and there's something that you can do to make that happen? Okay, hold on now. We're going to get into that real soon. I know it may seem like an oxymoron, and I'll give you clarification. Let me take some time, though, out right now to shout out my people. One of the things that makes educating so unique is the fact that we love what we do and we do it with such great resolve. But the greatest thing that I love about educators, or I guess one of the things that I would say I applaud and I highly esteem is the fact that we are some of the most modestly paid people, but we create a pathway for all other dreamers to realize their hopes and aspirations. I've met some of the most genuine people in education and in my lifetime, but one of the things that continues to astonish me is the fact that we serve with our hearts. I have been so excited and happy to be one of you, to be an educator for almost 30 years. I can't even envision my life being anything different, anything other than an educator. It has been a great ride for me, but it has also been a roller coaster. However, I absolutely love it. How do you feel about your role in school? What are your thoughts about the unknown? What's going on right now? The fall and what it'll bring us? You have to admit, many people are nervous and confused. That is what we're going to drill down into today. Let's have some real talk, some solutions, a solution-oriented talk. Let me tell those people that are listening to the podcast for the first time about our setup. We did an audio podcast for the past season, and we hope you go back and listen to season one. For this summer, we're going to be doing two types of podcasts, video and audio. The video will be placed on our YouTube channel, and the audio will continue to go out as usual each Sunday on our many podcast platforms. Wednesday's podcast will stay the same. It will strictly be audio and it will be short. Hopefully you check out both platforms to see which one interests you the most. You can follow me at Bridget Brown Jackson. That's my handle on almost all of the social media channels or platforms. IG or Instagram has its own unique ordained educator profile. If you're on Instagram, come on and check us out. This episode is going to be a great treat for you. Here's what's in it for you. You know, a lot of times in education, we're always giving and giving and giving and giving. And I can keep on going on, but I think you get the picture. But today I'm going to give to you 
So sit back, relax, and just listen. Right now is about you being poured into and you getting something that is going to literally change your life. If you believe me, just stay tuned. Thank you to Exponential Edgeventure for sponsoring this week's episode. Calling all educators. Do you want to get noticed at work and be valued for what you do? Be the go-to person, the influencer in your area of expertise? Do you desire to have amazing connections with administration and be viewed as the glue that keeps the team together? And finally, do you feel there is a promotion waiting for you, but you need that last push to get noticed? During this podcast series, we are offering a free life coaching session designed exclusively for educators to help you make that happen. Act fast. Go to simplytomorrow.com and use the offer code podcast. The summer series is entitled Leveling Up Conscious Development. We're going to take you on a six-week journey, and when you land, you're going to be forever grateful. But that's only if you allow it, though. There's a quote by Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. You guessed it. The choice is yours. It is up to you. You get to decide your destiny, your future. So the stuff that happens to you, oh, it's not happenstance. I used to think that. I used to think that my destiny was in the hands of others. And then I moved out of that polluted mindset. I got to the point where I was evolving and moving. And then you know what happened? Life. Life hit me hard. And I got in a rut again. My past even triggered my moments of success and took me back to some of those old places. But not anymore. I told you I had a secret for this series and I promise you during the episode today you're going to get an answer but also during the entire season you're going to take that onion and peel it apart and when we're done you're going to be able to make some onion soup Mm, well I guess that's if you like onion soup I don't care for onion soup but I don't believe in wasting stuff so if we got an onion that got peeled we better throw it in a pot make some soup and then we can sell it I guess However you want to do it. I'm an entrepreneur. That's my thought. So that's what we're going to be doing on this episode is sharing critical steps to help you level up with the gifts you already have and doing minimum with it. How does that sound? I'm very excited to have you with us today and ready to get started. Are you ready? This podcast is broke up into two parts. Part one is the five of us. You know, we're some bad people. And when I say people, I'm talking about each and every one of you. You're not just an educator. You're an awesome and wonderfully designed educator, made and created with a body, a soul, and a spirit. Your soul is your will, emotions, intellect, memory, and imagination. I told you you were phenomenal. It's five of them inside of your soul. Now what is going to help you understand and sharpen your saw, if you will, and for those that know me, you know that I'm referring to one of the seven habits. I'm referring to one of my gurus and one of the people that I value, none other than Stephen Covey. Decades ago, his fabulous work changed my life. His books changed my way of thinking and I became a think tank. 
I will forever and always be talking about him, even though he's gone. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I love to get off on tangents, so keep me straight. I'm sorry, but that's how I'm wired. And that is a part of our conversation, how our brain is wired. It's a part of us that makes us up. I told you, your body is designed uniquely. Our limbic brain is in a group of subcortical structures of the brain that's connected so our body is very, very unique. The limbic system is concerned with our emotions, our feelings, and our motives. It is the part of the brain that answers the questions why and how. It is where trust and loyalty even resides. Ooh. If you want to be great at what you do or increase your effectiveness, this is a good place to start. We can increase it by making sure that we are self-aware. Now that you know the limbic brain has the dials for our emotion, I want you to think about this. How many of you are like a light switch and you're on or either you're off? Yes, I can raise my hand to that. I used to be like that. But now I'm working on that and changing that. I am more self-aware and I work on being intentional. I prefer to be like a dimmer switch. Now there's a difference. The dimmer switch allows you to increase or decrease the degree slowly or quickly. You turn the degree up or down with multiple levels. But on that light switch, it's quick. And it has no light variance. It's either on or off. In order to be an effective educator, this has to be your goal, to be self-aware. You have to learn to use your dimmer switch. Its degree of lighting is based on the desired ambiance. So what type of ambiance are you going for? You will kill it at whatever you choose to do when you operate in the level of magnocognitive space. In other words, thinking about your thinking. We need to understand how we're wired. I just talked about that. Now all of us are wired with a limbic system and we all have our brain that has all those components. I have been using this within the past few years. My emotions were telling me what I couldn't and could do. And guess what? They teamed up with my imagination and it agreed. They walked over to self-will and intellect's house and they all went walking down memory's lane. Memory began agreeing and giving a story for each of their objections as to why I shouldn't do what I wanted to do. Hopefully you caught that. Those were the five of us, the parts of our soul that joined together to tag team my dream. And they won because I was not aware enough to train them. The day I didn't let fear, apprehension, self-doubt, and all those other things stand in my way, my life changed for the better. We can't let fear stop us from an ultimate purpose. We can't experience our ultimate purpose even unless we take some risks. Now, when I was a classroom teacher and even as a principal, I've always taught the students that they could be safe. When individuals can be risk-free, then wonderful things can happen. When I was a classroom teacher, and even as a principal, I always had to teach the students that they could be safe. When individuals can be risk-free, 
then wonderful learning can happen. And I'm going to repeat what I say often. This podcast is a safe space for you. I'm serious. I really am your partner in education. You can reach out to me via social media or through the contact information in the show notes. I will partner with you and help you. And I promise you, I will support you. You are not alone. We can get through whatever that course correction that you need. And it doesn't take multiple things. You see, small changes make great impacts. We can get it done with less too. Did you know about the one degree effect? If you were flying on a plane from New York to San Francisco and the plane changed its trajectory by one degree, yes, just one degree off course, it would go one mile off course for every 60 miles flown. That same plane would end up 43 miles away from its intended destination. One simple degree can alter the entire flight experience. Now, that's not good if you really needed to be in San Francisco. But think about the point I'm trying to prove. You can get a lot done with just something simple. Some things compound and make a big difference. Thus, this brings me to my big point. It is a time for us to really move up. This six-week series is being delivered in the middle of COVID. But guess what? COVID has not stopped me one bit. Now, it might have tried to alter some things, which it did, but I do not give it permission to have my life. Don't get me wrong. I got extremely sick. If you haven't heard that on one of the podcasts, I was sick and I was down for some weeks. To this day, I don't know whether I had it or not. I've never had a test. They wouldn't test me. It was at the beginning of the process and it frightened me. At moments, I was scared to close my eyes because I was home and not in a hospital. I'm just being real with you. There were times when I was struggling to breathe. And even after I got better and got out of the bed, I still didn't have my full strength. COVID is real. It is no joke, but I'm not playing. I choose what or who can have authority over me. And nothing's going to have that type of authority over my life, but God. I decided I was going to take charge during this time. And I'm telling you, energy grows where energy goes. That's from one of my mentors. When I start changing things, things started happening. And it wasn't because they just happened. It happened because Bridget changed and shifted mindset. When I decided to be more self-aware of some things, change some things and do some things differently, then my life started leveling up. I'm seeing things move into a life of abundance. I'm doing one degree changes that are making impacts in multiple areas, not just the one I'm targeting. That's some residual stuff right there. Let's clarify something. When I use the word abundance, please don't get me wrong because I'm definitely not talking about money. Now money is very important. Your finances need to be straight and they need to be tight. When I say abundance, I'm not talking about money abundance. When I use the term wealth, even I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about being prosperous in non-tangible things. We'll talk about money another time because that's a different rabbit hole that we could go down, but I'm not going to go down there right now because a lot of us have misconceptions of money. People quote often and say money is the root of evil. 
And that's not true. The scripture says the love of money is the root of evil. You see, you need money. I need money. We all need money. We can't influence. And so we need to be able to have influence. Money is necessary, but you can't focus on money. Focus on purpose and money will follow. My objective right now is for my husband and I to use our nonprofit and impact the lives of the people in the city of Flint, Michigan. Many things happen in the city of Flint, not just the water crisis, but the economical problems worsen the situation. We do one degree changes and make generational impact in the city of Flint. We need money to be able to do that stuff. So it's very important. But again, that's not where I was going with that. I was talking about abundance in the terms of spirituality, personal development, relationships, your health, your physical fitness, your mental clarity, all of those pieces of life that are not connected to money. But finances do go in there too. Speaking of health and wellness, man, I have to tell you something. I could tell you over and over again about this. I literally used to drink three pops a day. Or for those people that might be in the South, you might say soda. I drank three a day, not a week, every day. Pepsi and Mountain Dew at that. I went to the doctors back when I was in my 20s and the doctor told me if I didn't stop, I was headed straight for diabetes. His advice shook me, but only for a little while. I kept drinking it. I slowed down and I said, okay, I'm gonna try to do better. And so I got to the point in my life that I understood it wasn't the best for me. So I started drinking just a couple of weeks. And then about five years ago, I got to just doing a few every now and then. But about two years ago, I went to none. Yes, zero. I do not drink pop right now. And when I say I was addicted Oh boy. But when I let it go, my life changed for the better. That's what I'm working on. Abundance of health. Those one degree changes. And what does that have to do with education? Well, if I don't change and have abundant health, I can't be an administrator. I can't be a teacher. I can't be a coach. I can't be an instructional deliverer. I can't be a reading, whatever your role is. If your health is not together, you can't walk and live in that purpose. It's important for us to have this abundant thinking, but we should get some support through the process. Everyone outgrows where they're at. I have a trainer coaching me through this abundant thinking. Listen, all great people that have become successful will tell you the secret sauce. So here it goes. Listen, the commonality among them is the fact that they're very self-aware. In their awareness, one of the things that they do is they acquire coaches. They get people to train them. All of the most talented people in the world do it. It's very critical for their level of success. I have been interested in mentorship off and on, and I've always followed people, but I've never received close and personal assistance. But as an entrepreneur, I had to. I needed to get more knowledge. It's life-changing, literally. It's life-changing daily. I told you this information was going to change your life. But again, it's up to you. Mindset makes the difference. If you are like me and love to learn, you will grow. Now, I don't mean you have to be like me because everybody is different. 
Yes, we're going to talk about that too in this series, how we're different and what you can find out about your superpower. Once you get that information, we could have a strategy of working on that superpower. What I mean is if you're drawn to learning and growing, this is going to be a great six weeks of value. You see, I wanted to be an educator. I played school just like everybody else when I was a little kid. My aunt, and I'm giving a shout out to her right now, shout out to my aunt, Dr. Patricia Brown. She was a fabulous role model for me. And she would have all her teaching stuff all over her house. And my cousin, her daughter, and my sister and I were playing her stuff. And she let us. Man, when I became a teacher, I gave my kids that look if they dared go in my things that I had organized and had ready for the learning experience. So she was magnificent. She let us be kids and just play. That was amazing. So I'm drawn to learning. While COVID shut everything down, I began learning and growing even more. Even though I have three degrees, I earned a few free online certificates for things that interested me. What have you been doing during COVID? How have you stretched yourself? How have you stretched your future? You see, the things that I'm doing right now are preparing me for my future. You see, our success is more than just acquiring intellectual academics and increasing pedagogical practices. We must be self-smart. See, they didn't teach us that in college. Well, I'll say that for me. They didn't teach me that in college. How about you? There's one thing that Dr. Eric Thomas, some of you might know him as E.T., the hip hop preacher, says. If you come out of COVID the same, it wasn't that you didn't have time. It was you didn't have discipline. And he's right. He was talking directly to the people I know in our field and occupation. I know so many educators that say this. And at times it's true or it was true. We didn't have time. But now the entire world was shut down. How are you coming out? Don't dismay, because if you didn't do things that you know you should have, it's not too late. After all, you're listening to this podcast. All right, educators, how we doing? Okay, so I'm going to stop for a minute for a check. No, not a sound check. Checking for understanding. Whether you teach elementary, middle school, or high school, or adult learners, guess what? All great teachers do checking for understanding. So right now, I want to do a check for understanding. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Is this resonating with you? If so, tell me. So if it is, tell me something that you learned that added value to you. Make a comment right now if you're on YouTube. If you're on the audio platform, shoot me an email. Tell me something. Go to ordainededucator at gmail.com. Now for all of my social media enthusiasts, Take a screenshot right now. If you're on the podcast, screenshot your phone that you're listening to, your favorite podcast, and shout me out. If you're on YouTube, screenshot the screen and shout it out for me and tell me something. I'm giving out random prizes to random amounts of people each week. My six-year-old grandson loves the word merch. In fact, he taught it to me. I didn't know what he was talking about. And then it made sense one day. Merch, merchandise. So we will be choosing and mailing out gifts. He's going to actually have that job. So let's have some fun. That's his job. So you all make sure he's greatly employed. Tag me on Facebook. 
Instagram, or Twitter with your post. You can find me again at Bridget Brown Jackson. On Instagram, we're Ordained Educators. And hashtag Ordained Educator, singular. Or hashtag capital O, capital E. All right, Ordained Educators, let's get back. I know I can be very energetic. And I'm going to calm it down for a minute and tone just a second so I can have a very serious conversation with you. Ordained Educators is a platform where you literally have a safe place to go if you're feeling that you have things that are on your heart that are too heavy for you. If you need someone to be a sounding board, my contact information is in the show notes. You can reach out. This is your safe place and I am your partner in education. I'm here for you if you absolutely need me to be. I know I could not have gotten where I am today without having a safety net and a presence of people that I could be vulnerable with. It is so very important to have vulnerability, but some people are scared. And if I'm really honest with you, I was one of those people. I had a terrible problem with trust. You may have been burnt like me. So I understand I've been there. But this really is a safe place for you to come, a safe platform. Now, if you don't feel safe to put information in the comments, please don't do that. You can email me again at ordainededucator at gmail.com. I promise you I will be that person to get back with you. I had some great mentors. I would not be in the position I am today had it not been for those phenomenal people. I just want to take time and let you know I am your partner in education and in edge adventure. So now I'm wrapping it back up. Not only is this going to be a safe place for you, but this is going to be a fun place. I hope you feel the passion and you feel it coming into your space. Remember, energy grows where energy goes, and I'm sending out that energy. I hope you're receiving it. Are you? Part two, to thy own self be true. So who has ever heard the statement, to thy own self be true? Well, again, that's what self-awareness is about. You have to be true to yourself. Authenticity is so very important, but you can't be authentic if you don't let yourself or allow yourself to have vulnerability. It's really important that you are your first person to be relational with. I had to learn this because I'm such a giver. I thought I could do this and be that and be this. But on the converse, until you take care of yourself, you can't help others. I made this reference on a previous podcast, but it's worth mentioning again. When you're on an airplane, and right now, I'm not getting on anybody's airplane. I don't know about you, but here's the scenario. You're on an airplane, and before you take off, the flight crew provides you with the directions in case something happens, in case of an emergency. If there is a crisis situation and the plane's air quality is compromised, there is an oxygen mask that is deployed. The crew tells you, put it on yourself first before you try to assist others. We're going to wrap up this podcast by talking about ourself. This is so very important for you to think about yourself. Say it right now. Self, self, self. See, that wasn't hard. And that's not selfish. Rewire your mind. For me, being a Christian, being a wife, being a mother, 
being a leader, that was something that was hard for me because I believe that you have to take care of everybody. And you do. Don't get me wrong. There's roles that you have, but you have to make sure you're maintaining self. Let's unpack that statement to thy own self be true. You're an influencer. Yes, I called you an influencer. There are influencers that are out there that influence masses. Well, you do too. If you influence one person or a million people, you are very important to those that you touch. Nevertheless, you can't really impact others unless you're honest. Unless you're honest with yourself, you have to believe. I'm going to spell it. B-E-L-I-E-V-E. Believe. Unless you believe, you can't do anything. How many of you were like me? You didn't believe certain things in your life? Well, let me paint a picture in your mind's eye. I need your mind's eye to see this image. You have a seed because we're planting, okay? You have an orchard and you own a pecan farm. When you plant the pecan seed, do you lean over to it and tell it to become a pecan? No, it knows what to produce because it knows it's a pecan. Why? Because the seed has everything in that seed that it needs to develop and grow. It is already in the DNA of the seed. So when it gets three feet, you don't have to command it to do anything. When it gets five feet, you don't have to command it to be a pecan tree. When it gets eight feet, you don't have to tell it again to be a pecan tree. It already knows what to do. It's in its DNA. It's in the seed. I share this scenario because it goes back again to self-awareness. When you are aware of that fact, you walk around life totally different. You don't walk around saying, I woulda, shoulda, coulda, because we are designed with a will, an intellect, emotions, imagination, and memory. Remember those five reside in us? Please don't take it out of I'm not saying that, that we have multiple personalities, but those are the components that are inside of our soul. So we all do things and we all have a destiny. Stop letting things get the best of you. You have to stop letting apprehension get the best of you. We have to stop letting that inner talk, the negativity and those hindrances stop us from being great, impactful people that we are. So I just want to conclude this podcast with just sharing a story, a real life story of mine. I haven't shared this a lot with many people in a platform like this, but I want to share it because I think it's very needful. I had a lot of things happen to me in my childhood that tried to alter my seed. Nothing was wrong with my seed. The internal things put pressure on it though. I was meant to be what I was meant to be. Nothing could stop me but me. Inside my brain, the limbic system that we talked about earlier is where your emotions lie. I allowed outside things to tell me my pecan tree was a pumpkin patch. I believed like a pumpkin. Thus, in my rose-colored glasses, I saw like a pumpkin. I couldn't influence or impact because I was so busy being a pumpkin when I was a pecan tree. I couldn't influence or impact because I was busy being a pumpkin when I was actually a pecan tree. The young person in me had little self-worth. 
the adult in me tried to take my life. Yes, you heard me. I contemplated and attempted to take my life. Now that wasn't a good decision. To me, it was really stupid or selfish. As I use those terms, I'm referring to how I felt. I don't want to make light of people that suffer from depression or things. And I, I did have bouts with depression, but I overcame. I actually had a therapist that tried to tell me that it would be lifelong and I'd be like that the rest of my life. I proved that wrong. I put the right things in place in my life to keep me from ever going down that path. Again, I'm not trying to make light of people that have a declared mental illness or people that really do suffer from it because it is real and it can be hard to maneuver. I'm able to not be in the space or place again because energy grows. And with that energy, my life changed. Now I'm human. I go through moments, please don't get me wrong, that could be depressing, but I choose to reframe those situations and I don't ever go back to that space. My method works for me. But again, I don't want to diminish the need for some people to get help. I wanted to really make sure you understood that. But here's the point. Did it resonate with you? I tried to take my future from myself. My future. As an educator, however, I have been able to use this past experience and help others. When I became a principal of a middle school and high school, I remember one day I was in the office with a young student and I had to call his parents because he threatened suicide. I asked the parents if it was okay for me to share my story with him. I'd already shared it with them and while he was out of my office and they decided it was okay. I described to him what it looked like and how he would be robbing his future. He and I had a really good relationship and he trusted me and I had built that rapport with him. I shared with him how I had tried to take my life in my early 20s before I became a teacher and a principal. I put it into perspective of what I would have been taking from my future. I took a whiteboard out and began writing numbers and shared with him all the schools I had been at and all the children and parents and families that I had built relationships with and tried to impact. Many of them said I impacted them. When I wrote the numbers, I came up with over 2,000 children and parents. He was amazed to see the numbers. He was one of them. He was still feeling a little sad though and down, but he began to talk to me at that point. I needed him to see he was just as important and we wrote down all his loved ones. It clicked for him how many people that would be impacted or affected by his decision. Then I went to the emotional side and we talked about how they would feel. This young man was extremely talented and I began to tell him about his talents and his demeanor changed. I related that story to the tree analogy to tell him that he was a tree and he could be anything that he wanted to be. He successfully continued getting help and leaning on the loved ones and was promoted to high school later. That was a great story. But back to me, my mindset almost changed my life because I was not self-aware. I know my story is extreme and you probably don't have that same story and that's okay. But the one thing that we all have is kryptonite to our superpower. When we are not self-aware, it could cost us. Some of you feel devalued right now. Others may feel unappreciated. Some of you might feel like you don't get noticed 
or that you're the glue that holds the team together, but you don't get recognition. Many of you even believe that you should be elevated right now, but something or someone is keeping you back. Well, I hate to burst your bubble. You are holding you back. Life is not just a a bunch of circumstances. Life is for those that are aware to go out and get the things that you want. It may have started with somebody by all means, but you let one of the four roommates of Mr. Memory take you there. I'm referring back to our five parts of the soul. I grew and I moved past my circumstances, but in times of conflict and stress, I would allow those old thoughts and behaviors to overshadow my growth, my five roommates in my soul. The younger me taught that to the young adult me who passed the baton to the adult me, the wife, the mother, the teacher, the administrator. Even though I have made some amazing strides, I took young pumpkin around with me and not pecan tree. That was until I became seriously self-aware and it kicked in in overdrive. You have the power to be phenomenal. You have it. It's in your seed. It's in your DNA. The number one thing that's going to help you with understanding your superpower is being self-aware. My takeaway from this podcast episode today is I was missing out when I was self-aware, when I was not self-aware rather, excuse me. When I had my self-awareness tuned down or tuned off, I was out of sync. If you want to find out more, stay with us for this series. I'm telling you, I'm in a new place in life. Abundance is achievable on your job, in your home, with your family, in those valued relationships. I promise you, what you put out there is going to bounce back and come back like a boomerang. Let it out. Let it go. Energy grows where energy goes. I hope you were able to take something from this. I hope you were able to get tidbits and truly be blessed. If you're not aware of yourself, other people will try to tell you what you are. You are not a pumpkin when the pecan is what you planted. I had a boss one time literally tell me that he didn't like the way I talked. And it was very funny because at the time of my life, when he said that, I had been ministering for decades. I had been a consultant. I had traveled the country and spoke to people. I was paid to talk. I did it naturally and I did it spiritually. And after all, he was paying me. You see, I was aware enough to know that he wasn't the right fit for me. Awareness, please don't leave home without it. I share that story to say to you, don't let other people define you. Do not let other people's words move you out of your purpose. That's my reflection on all of this. If you're like me and you know you're good at something, but you want to be great, use this time right now to sharpen your saw. If you've never read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, it would be a great time. In the show notes, actually, I'm going to be listing each week books to read that will help you not only become self-aware, but to grow you. If you know you need guidance as to how to maneuver to get to where you're trying to go, get a mentor, get a coach. I'm your girl. I can help you with that if that's what you want to do. If not, 
Reach out to someone if it's not me. Just don't stay stuck. Here's my last story. Maya Angelou is one of my favorite people, a great poet laureate. She's gone on now, but I still say she is instead of was. She once said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you do. People will never forget how you made them feel. When one of my nieces was a little girl, she came to our house for Christmas. We had a good old fashioned family time. It was a great Christmas. Not a whole lot of gifts, but just family fun. Eight years later, she told me it was her best Christmas ever. I questioned that. Ever? I was amazed. But basically what she was telling me was she loved how we made her feel. It was how my husband made her feel. It was how my children, which were older than her, made her feel. Let's be aware of what we do and how we build relationships, starting with ourselves. It's relational. Be aware as you serve people. Be aware as the young people say today or stay woke. As an administrator, I always told my staff, you know you didn't teach if they didn't learn. So I'm going to take my own advice. Learning has to be relatable and meaningful. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Did the teacher appear? Was the student ready? Were you ready? Did you learn? Let's review. I want to see if I taught you anything. Self-awareness is required, not just important. We learn through our experiences of our soul realm, our will, emotions, intellect, imagination, and memory. Life is based on your daily decisions. Your decisions, not what is thrown to you, decides your future. You have to agree with me. This upcoming school year is going to take a growth mindset. You will need resolve and ingenuity, and you'll need to lean on creativity to keep your resilience. You have never seen this type of world. None of us have. The great thing is we can do whatever we put our mind to. Nothing can stop us. We just have to be self-aware. How can this help you with this upcoming school year? Mindset, mindset, mindset. Self-awareness, self-awareness, self-awareness. Action, action, action. All right now, let's talk about what's coming up next. The next rung of this ladder in this six-week course is going to sharpen that saw. So join me. Let's get better together. Let's be unstoppable. Let's forge through this crisis and let's make some life-impacting changes. I believe in you. I know you can do it. Coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. I believe in you. I hope you believe in yourself. Let me know. Give your partner a shout out. Be blessed.